the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show on News Talk 710 KNUS. It is Saturday, February 24th. Happy to have you aboard. Isn't this a gorgeous, gorgeous day? You know what? I love it when we get into spring. I can't wait for March 1st. I know it's beautiful today. going to be even nicer tomorrow, but... uh, you know, January and February, they can be a little rough. January, I took a week off, spent a week in Mexico with a group of listeners. Um, just got back from a, about a two-and-a-half-week road trip. I've been talking a little bit about that the last couple weeks, sharing a little bit of America's loneliest highway, hopefully within the next 24 to 48 to 72 hours. A nice blog will be posted on my website at mikeboyle.com. America's loneliest highway, Highway 50, going from Utah-Nevada border diagonally up northwest to Carson City in Reno. You go for miles and miles and miles without ever seeing another person, another car, no radio stations, no cell phone service. Look it up. America's Loneliest Highway might be something that you might want to do. You know what? I really enjoyed it. It was, of course, February. But, you know, I wouldn't mind taking the Mustang 4.6-liter convertible out of the garage uh, maybe sometime in the summer and uh, popping that top, putting Bailey the Mexican street dog Yeah, the dog went with me on the trip, putting him in the car and uh, doing it again under that nice Nevada. You know, people think of Nevada as being the desert. Well, you know, when you come in from California on Highway 15, you come through Barstow and Baker, and yeah, you see a lot of wide open spaces, a lot of desert. When you come in from the Utah side, Highway 15, Mesquite, same thing. But you know what? Nevada's got some really, really pretty areas if you get into the interior and drive some of those blue highways, some of those two-lane highways. Really, really enjoyable. But really glad to be back. Uh, Really glad to be with you. I've got another show tomorrow from 10 o'clock until noon. Then we start in March, and I've got some great boil meal deals, boil lunch bunches coming up, both in Colorado Springs and Denver. So that might be a reason to check out the website at mikeboyle.com. Um, I got some reading done. I'm reading an author. I'm going to tell you about it a little bit later in the show. But I'm reading an author that um, I had never heard of. I had never obviously read and um, never had it on the air, but I'm enjoying the book. I'm enjoying the reading that she's done or the writing that she has done, and I'm going to get her on the air. I'll be talking a little bit about that and a few other books. I want to remind you that I'm taking 30 people at this point, that's the number, to Cancun on April 3rd, and I will be taking baseball gear down there to help start baseball programs on the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico for the young people down there. So uh, uh, if you've got any baseball equipment, I would love to hear from you about that as well. Where do you go for free food and drinks on your birthday? I'm going to talk about that 
So let's take a break and come back and fire it up right here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Hear the music All right, 14 dance. minutes after 3 o'clock. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show. And yes, this is a live show. Yes, I am back. While I was gone for two and a half weeks, I did some recorded. I did some live. But um, we had a listener that really, when I was driving back last Sunday, I was uh, in about Fruta, Colorado. And uh, I was going to take the southern route. I was going to go down through Arizona um, and then come up through New Mexico. But uh, decided I needed to get back a little quicker. So I came Highway 15 through Vegas into Utah, got to Fruta. When I got to Grand Junction, I swung south. And my phone chirped. It was about maybe noon on Sunday. And just to show you that we don't take ourselves too seriously here, um, this listener sent a message. The pre-recorded shows are pretty boring. <laughs> so uh, anyway, thank goodness after that, or I'd have steered off the road. After that, I got a couple of uh, three text messages from people telling me how much they enjoyed the Sunday show and that they didn't even realize that it was pre-recorded because I called them to ask. And uh, But uh, anyway, folks, when I take a little bit, hey, listen, I got some news for that listener. When I'm in Mexico, April 3rd to the 10th, there's a weekend in there. I'm going to put together some pretty good shows, but they're going to be pre-recorded while I'm with a group of wonderful listeners drinking ice-cold Modelo beers on that beautiful beach in Cancun, Mexico. All right, 303-696-1971, if you'd like to weigh in, 303-696-1971. Later in this hour, we're going to speak with a lady named Rachel Pasarchik, and she is an artist. The restaurant, travel, movies, books, sports, and art show. And I had occasion to meet her. She's a friend of my daughter's. Uh, my daughter and her husband, of course, live in Santa Barbara. Rachel lives in Santa Barbara, and she is a very talented artist. And we were invited to a showing and went. And the next thing you know, I'm looking and I'm saying, whoa, those are some pretty big-name people there. Are you commissioned to do their work? And she said, oh, yeah. And I thought it would just be kind of fun to talk to her a little bit about how you get started and something like that. I do not have an artistic bone in my body. but uh, So we're going to talk with her a little bit later this hour. In the next hour, um, we can take your calls, 303-696-1971. But also... Uh, we're going to speak with Mike Hernandez. Mike Hernandez is a very talented restaurateur. He um, owns the office in Castle Rock, the library, the gym in Parker, the park, the old village inn in Castle Rock. I love the names. Honey, I'm going to the gym. Honey, I've got to stay at the office, whatever. And uh, he trained under... Randy Price. Randy Price is a very talented restaurant guy. He is the guy that um, has Salsa Brava restaurants and Urban Eggs, a daytime eatery. And I just thought that, you know, we hear people say about a good recipe. I have good chili recipe. I have a good marinara sauce. I'm thinking of opening a restaurant. And 
there's a challenge that Mike is facing right now that uh, I thought we'd just share with you because I know that this type of thing has happened to me, and I can assure you that it's probably happened to just about every restaurant out there and probably an awful lot of businesses as well. So we're going to do that in the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, we're also going to speak with Christy Sokaras. Christy is the of Cuban descent. Her grandmother fled when the Federalistas uh, took over and um, settled in Miami. She has the Cuba Cafe down at 12th and Delaware, started a little over 20 years ago. And uh, she's now got a number of other places, including one in Castle Rock. And a uh, matter of fact, we scheduled an event with Christy, one of our meal deals, for Sunday, April 14th. That's a little bit of a ways away, but uh, still we want to get it on the calendar, so that's going to be something fun for you to perhaps enjoy. But we're going to speak with Christy in the next hour. Also, as we wrap up the four o'clock hour. Um, Randy Corcoran will be in studio. Randy Corcoran has Wake Up with Randy Corcoran from five o'clock until eight o'clock. And uh, we'll find out what's going on on the political scene. I can tell you that I have made what I think is pretty final um, determination on who I'm going to vote for. I vote Republican. Um, in the Republican primary for Colorado Congressional District 4, that would be Highlands Ranch, Lone Tree, Parker, Douglas County, and sometimes a little bit around, sometimes the Eastern Plains, a little bit around Teller County as well. Um, I don't do endorsements. I do the restaurant show for God's sakes. I mean, nobody cares who the restaurant guy. I mean, I'll tell you who I'm going to vote for. Um, but this idea that I'm so important, you know, we've got a lot of talk show hosts. We've got a lot of people in this town that just say, I remember we used to have one with us for years, a, a guy that you probably know. You know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to consider the issues a little bit more. And I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, shut up. Just get on with it. You don't need to let us know who you're going to endorse. So, but anyway, having some fun with that and making some progress on that. Um, also, I've had a couple instances of really nice customer service. And I thought that that would be fun to share with you. If I don't get it, uh, get to it today, I will certainly get to it tomorrow. Finally, uh, I'm bouncing around. I'm looking at my notes here. But um, I need baseball gear. I'm taking baseball gear to Mexico um, in April. We're going to organize some programs down there. Um, I've been doing it for almost 20 years. You have come through amazingly well with good equipment, bats, balls, gloves, catcher's gear, uh, equipment bags. So if you think you can help on that, we'll talk a little bit about that in the next hour as well. But let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about art on the restaurant show. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. This really falls under the category of Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, where we talk about restaurants, travel, movies, books, sports, or whatever I feel like talking about. I have never had a professional artist on the show. Now, yeah, when I was in Paris, I went to the Louvre. When I was in Bogota, I went to the Botero. When I have been in Denver, when I took a class 
at our local college on art appreciation. I went down to the Denver Institute of Art. So I try to have a little bit of culture, but as close to painting as I've ever been was when I was a kid. And my old man said, you want to live in this house? You can paint it. But I have no artistic bone in my body, but I've got somebody on the line who does. Her name is Rachel Pisarczyk, and a uh, little tough to pronounce. Wait, that's got Rachel, welcome to the show. That's got to be Slavic, is it? What's the derivation of Pisarczyk? You know, I'm Czechoslovakian. I think it maybe comes from that, but I usually don't even, you know, however you want to say it is how you want to say it. So I'm good with whatever you say. Well, I want Pisarczyk. I want Whatever to, works for you. I want to say it right. Pisarczyk. And yes. you know my daughter, Kaylee Boyle, and we have been to the Czech Republic. Now, when I was a GI, prob- proudly defending our country in the 3rd Infantry Division in Germany, it was Czechoslovakia. But it is now the Czech Republic, and they are very, very proud of that. As a bartender explained to us one night when we were having a cocktail in Prague, he said... We thought when we threw off the yoke of Nazi oppression that we were going to be free. And then we found out that we were under the Soviets. So when we finally threw off the yoke of Soviet oppression in 1990, we are proud to say that we are a Czech Republic. So just a little lesson there for listeners. Anyway, here's the story. My daughter, as you know, listeners, lives in Santa Barbara with her husband. And um, so after they got married, my guest, Rachel, knows them and presented them with a wedding gift. They unwrapped it, and it was a drawing, a sketching, a rendition. I'm going to get the proper term from Rachel here in just a moment of them together. And I thought, man, it is really nice. How talented must somebody be? Because people, you know, I suppose most artists can do a sunset or a sunrise or a mountain. But people, to capture the look of both my daughter and her husband. So then the next thing you know, I go out to visit and they've got a dog. And this young lady has done a drawing, a rendition of the dog. And I'd always heard that animals were even harder to do. So then all of a sudden, my daughter says, well, you know, Rachel, she's doing a showing. She's having an exhibit. Would you like to go down and meet her and see some of her art? And I said, yes. And I thought, well, this is just going to be a case to go down and have a beer and, and see some of her work and meet her and have a conversation. And then I find out that not only has she done work, a drawing, of my daughter and son-in-law, and of their dog. But she's done some pretty other famous people as well. And I think when I tell you their names, it may tell you a little bit about her level of talent. So, Rachel, tell the people a little bit about you. Now that I've got them hanging on the edge, now that they want to know some of these people that you have done artwork for, when you do a drawing of my daughter, son-in-law, and another of the dog. What do you call that? Do you call it a drawing? Do you Tell me what you call it. What's the art term for it? I 
I don't know if what I'm saying would be the correct art term, but I always just refer to my work as my sketches. And that's what it's been. Like, hand-done sketches is what I usually say. So, like, portrait sketching, um, I do pet sketches, like, things like that. And that's just something I kind of branded uh, with my business, like, my sketches. I don't know why I say that, um, <laughs> but they kind of grow from there. So when I say sketch, I mean that kind of loosely because they are, you know, hand-done portraits. They're not, you know just line work by a pencil by any means but yeah we've just been calling them sketches but you can i also call them portraits um however you know you want to call it's totally fine but well well, it's kind of like kind of like a call this show whatever i feel like talking about and so it's your art so you can call it what you'd like now listeners she has done work for jennifer lopez yeah J-Lo, that Jennifer Lopez, Cindy Crawford, Sofia Vergara. Now, there's got to be a story there, Rachel, because these are people that can, A, afford your work, and B, want it to be done to their satisfaction. So, obviously, you're a talented young lady. You've created this market. Talk a little bit about you and how you got to Santa Barbara and how you got into this and how, I mean, all of a sudden, you know, Somebody sees a drawing that you've done, and you get a call from the business manager of J-Lo and says, J-Lo would like one of those. Talk a little bit about that, because I think the listeners would find it interesting. Yeah, so just a little backstory how I ended up in Santa Barbara is um, I actually worked in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the corporate headquarters for American Eagle, and I was a stylist there, so I took photos of all the clothing for the website um and it was lay down so like i would you know pick up a shirt put it down on a um you know a kind of like a canvas if you will i guess the artist brain that i have right now is considering it a canvas but Mm -hmm. um and we would style it and take the photo by no means am i a photographer but um that's what i did full-time i met my um now fiance and he kind of knew what I was doing as my side business, which was not at the time these sketches, but wedding um, decor. So I would do calligraphy. I would do um, seating charts, uh, name tags, anything you can think of that is kind of the design behind a wedding is what I was doing full time. And he was crazy enough and I was crazy enough to go along with the idea and suggestion that he had of just, you know, you could quit this job, you know, your full time job that you just got right out of college, which you're lucky to have and with full benefits and you could leave and we could, you know, really take off this wedding business in Florida. And um, young and in love, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to burn any bridges. I'm going to have a long talk with my boss and we're going to head down to Florida and that will be that. And um, oddly enough, and in no way in relation to COVID, I started doing these sketches on my iPad. Um, And that's where this all took off because right when wedding season started to kind of plummet, um, these sketches, which are all done digitally over an iPad, started to really skyrocket for me and that did become I kind of said goodbye to the wedding side I still do it every once in a while I love calligraphy but 
yeah, these hand-done sketches and portraits of people became my number one sought after, um, you know, offering for my business, which is handmade highlights. Um, so yeah, that's how that started. Um, and then I started to realize my, you know, most sought after client was in California. And here we are today. So that's how I ended up here. But because I ended up shipping lots of, you know, hand done stuff from Florida to Los Angeles to Calabasas to wherever, you know, over in California. And I was like, wow, this is getting really pricey. Why don't I just maybe consider living there? So these opportunities can come a little bit easier and also, you know, just more accessible for me to even be somewhere if I have to, um, which worked out really well for me. But yeah, being in contact with people like, you know, Jennifer Lopez, Sofia Vergara, um, I think that is a huge reason as to why I live in California as well, because it's all about who you know. So I'm very blessed to have been connected with these people and to have done enough work for people that they know that they were able to see it. Um, and then that's just basically how I got to where I am today. All right. We're talking with Rachel, Rachel Pisarchik. And uh, she is, by the way, if you'd like to look at her work, you can go to her website, Handmade Highlights, one word, handmadehighlights.com. And uh, you'll see a lot of her work there. And, yeah, I can imagine that being in California, the land of the fruits and nuts, of course, uh, Hollywood and movies and so forth and so on. And I would imagine, uh, Rachel, and we've got to take a break, but I would imagine that it becomes very uh, synergetic that when somebody comes to J-Lo's house and says, God, that's a great rendition of you. How do I get one? Just like when I saw the one of my daughter and son-in-law, I said, boy, that young lady's really talented. If I needed one, I would give her a call. Once again, it's handmadehighlights.com. Her name is Rachel, and she spells it R-A-C-H-A-E-L, Pasarchik. And we're going to keep going with her a little bit and find out how she made these connections. Because, you know, if you're in Santa Barbara... There's a pretty good chance that in that dining room over across the way, there might be Oprah. And over there, maybe Kevin. And over there, maybe Cameron Diaz. So anyway, we're going to find out a little bit more about that when we come back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant, Travel, Movies, Books, Sports, and Art Show. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. We are talking about art. You know what? Like I said, I don't have an artistic bone in my body. But you have to appreciate people that do. When you go to a baseball game, yeah, you ought to sit in the sun and drink a cold beer, but you should have an appreciation for what you're seeing out on the field. Oh, I could make that play. No, you couldn't. The reason they're out there is because they can. When you look at a beautiful building, you say, boy, the architect on that building really had some talent. When somebody takes an old historic building and turns it into a nice modern building and keep that old historic flair, you have to appreciate that. And like I said, my guest, Rachel Pasarchik, I do not have her skill, and very few people do, but it's really impressive. And if you look up her work at handmadehighlights.com, I think you will see some of her work. All right. So I remember about 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 
the local daily newspaper, when we used to have local daily newspapers, big paper, they were talking to people in the community, the mayor and some celebrities, and they wanted to know what your New Year's Eve resolution was going to be, your New Year's resolution. And, you know, the mayor said, well, I want to make sure that I do the things that the constituents want. And uh, this politician said, well, I want to work on being a better person. And they said, Mike Boyle, you're on radio and television. Um, What's your New Year's resolution? And I said, well, I'm going to make a more concerted effort to get a date with Cameron Diaz. And And they liked it, and it has never come to bear. However, my point very simply is... How did you break in to having clients like Cindy Crawford and Jennifer Lopez? I just basically started from the ground up, trying my hardest to get involved with people that would show me recognition, that would kind of put my name out there, that maybe took me on as clients, but could also get me through the door with other people and other places. And I actually met with a girl who's a very, very, very good friend of mine now. I consider her one of my best friends. But at the time, she was just a client. Um, But she introduced me to Anastasia, who's the brand owner of Anastasia Beverly Hills. Um, And that was huge for me. And I was like, you know, there might not really be a way that this is going to go, you know, where I think it is. I have, I have hopes, but you know, I don't know what she would ever consider using me for, you know, she's a makeup company. Maybe she could help out with packaging. I could help her with that or something. Um, but she, you know, it's all, I can't stress it enough. It's all about who, you know, you know, you know what, and, and you want to know something. I am, listen, I'm considerably older than Rachel, but I'm going to tell you, listeners, I am a big believer. I'm a talker. I call people on the phone. I answer my phone, even if it's an unknown number. How outrageous is that in this day and age? I answer emails. I answer text messages. We live in a social society. We live in a relationship based society. Now, I don't I understand that there's somebody in their underwear in their basement that's a heck of a computer programmer, but mostly we work on relationships. And I just I think that that's very important, Rachel, because you are the next generation from me, you're my daughter's age, and a lot of times we get lost in this. I'll just send a text message. Well, if I'm driving down the road at 100 miles an hour and I get a text message, Not only am I not supposed to check it out legally, but I don't check it out because I don't think it's a good idea. But if the phone rang, I would answer it in my car. I I agree with you. I think that relationships are tremendously important, and I'm glad to hear you. And, and, And you know what? I think that a lot of times when you get into your type of work, Sometimes it's a little bit better to be lucky than good. So you meet this lady, Anastasia. You're not sure what she's going to need you for. And the next thing you know, you're hanging around with J-Lo. Right. She's the one. She's. Um, I'm pretty sure she lives in the same neighborhood as Sophia. Um, and she has a ton of connections and a ton of people that I've even met through her. Because like I said, just taking on this one client who's just a friend of mine. She lives in uh, Calabasas, but... At the time, I didn't know who she was, and I didn't realize knowing her would open 
you know, a million doors in the future. And mm-hmm. it's all about great relationships and also taking on people as you would a celebrity. Everyone, it, you know, it's a client. I'm going to treat, um, you know, Joe from Milwaukee the same way I'm going to treat Jennifer Lopez from, you know, like it's just it's the same thing to me. So. I always um, take pride in the people that are, you know, able to order from me. They are interested in my work. Um, they like what I do. Um, everyone has the same, you know, treatment from me. So I take everyone the exact same way. Um, but yeah, just meeting Anastasia just opened the door to a bunch of other celebrities. Got me in the door with a ton of great celebrity event planners, and it kind of was just like a ripple effect from there. How long does it take to do something like you, whether you did it for my daughter's dog or whether you do it for Jennifer Lopez? About how long does it take to get that the way you want it? And do you, with somebody like a Jennifer Lopez or a Cindy Crawford, do you give them any type of editorial approval you know what? I'd like to have my eyes a little bluer. I'd like to have – talk about that, if you would, for a second. So that's actually – that question can go both ways because a lot of times I tell clients who order regularly, it could take anywhere up to two to four weeks. And that being said, I don't know you or the person I'm drawing like you know you or how – you know, your significant other you want me to draw. I don't – see you all day every day to know exactly truly what you look like so i always ask clients to well send, and, i don't care if you send listen when i a look at million photos rachel and i listen when i look in the mirror i see brad pitt when other people right, look right. at me they see a pile of dirty laundry and so you know you, somewhere along the line you've got to try to get the client happy right Exactly. And there's times, too, you know, I just always make sure, send me as many photos as you want. Don't be embarrassed. You know, different angles, send whatever you need. These pictures are going nowhere but my iPad, and then they're deleted right after. Um, I have people that, you know, I t- it gives me about, I would say, I-, I would say it takes about two weeks-ish for, you know, one sketch. But I'm working on it collectively throughout the day. I'm making edits. I'm taking a break from it, coming back, working on others as well. But then, you know, I have event planners. I just got an event planner calling me today saying, we need this by end of day. So if I have to make it happen, it happens. Um, if that means, you know, you have to charge a rush fee to make sure it just gonna, time. I was just going to say, I was just going to yeah. say, if you say, I don't care when I get it, the price is going to be a lot better than if you need it tomorrow. And that, and exactly. it doesn't matter whether it's Rachel doing a sketching, a drawing, or getting your car repaired. You know what? Time is money. And so I've always kind of learned in my life, Rachel, that the only two things I really need to know in any situation, and when you really think about it, give it a little bit of thought. All I need to know is when and how much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because that's about what it comes down to. So anyway, well, listen, I just, I was so impressed with you. And by the way, folks, she also does other type of work. She does other types of paintings, and you will see that when you go to her website, handmadehighlights.com. But uh, so we just don't want people to think that you're just doing Jennifer Lopez. Uh, you, I mean, if somebody says, I want a nice 
Hawaiian sunrise over Haleakala in Maui, you can do that. Of course. Yep. Yeah, it really, I have a full background. I went to school for graphic design. I was just going to say, when you went to college, don't tell me you went to school for mechanical engineering, and please don't tell me philosophy yeah. or something like that. What did you study? No, no, no. I went for graphic design, and okay. to be honest, I really didn't even know what I was getting into. My uh, sister, my older sister, went to the same school for the same thing, so I just kind of wanted to just see what she was up to in terms of yeah. uh, she's an also amazing creative so yeah, if, I was if like, it's you know good what? enough if it's good enough for sissy it's good enough for me right yeah it's good enough for me so I I you know just blindly followed her and ended up uh, I had to take a um, we had to pick one type of fine art to um, take an advanced course in meaning I would take it every year until I graduated and um, it would be considered advanced and we would you know do a, a different level each year each semester rather but um, I chose painting so uh-huh. I do have and you know you have to take drawing courses painting sure um, you have options to take ceramics or 3d design things like that so whether I wanted to be or not I did become familiar um, and, you know, kind of explore different options with fine art as well. So that's a huge part of my background to well, begin with. Well, I'll tell you something. At some point, I am going to commission you. No, 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 no. I won't be so self-indulgent as to say to do me. But I am going to commission you to do Bailey the Mexican Street Dog. Um, oh, I'd be honored. I'd be honored. <laughs> because you did such a wonderful job for my daughter and son-in-law for their wedding and for their dog, Guapo, which for those of you that do not speak Espanol as well as we do, that means handsome. And so uh, uh, once again, her name is Rachel Pisarchik, P-I-S-A-R-C-I-K, and you can find her at Handmade Highlights. Dot com. Rachel, you're an impressive young lady. Your work is impressive. You're very talented. And uh, I just thought it would be fun to share you with the listeners to the show. So, so thanks for making the time. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Once again, it's Handmade Highlights. I'm Mike Boyle. Let's take a break on The Restaurant Show. All right, welcome back to The Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. You know what? I was going to let Rachel Pasarchik go from Handmade Highlights, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to keep her around for, you know, because we talked about Jennifer Lopez, we talked about Cindy Crawford, we talked about Sophia, so let me ask you this, my guess is that whenever you see those people, whenever we see them on television, when we see Taylor Swift at a Kansas City game, there's a bunch of celebs in the box. Those people just hang around with those people. And I understand that. That's the arts. That's their industry. So give us give us some. I mean, is Jennifer going to say to her husband, hey, Ben, I think we need to get one of these sketchings, one of these drawings done by Rachel. Um, any my guess is that those people probably, you know, you know, 
another actor comes over to uh, Cindy Crawford's house and says, boy, that's really nice. I'd like to have one of those, or I'd like to get one for my wife, who's a celebrity. So my guess is that that probably helps build the business a little bit, doesn't it? Do you also, and do you also get somebody wandering through that art show that I was recently at in Santa Barbara and saying, wow, you really do nice work. I'd like to do this for just my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, my girlfriend friend my spouse do you get a lot of that i mean do you get oh, do, you, do, do you do common folk <laughs> ah, of course and it's actually funny when i first started even attempting to draw celebrities and this is back when i officially started this sketch business mm-hmm. i i would draw people you know like the kardashians for the sake of drawing kardashians for myself to be like, you know, if I draw them, will, will, will people, you know, see that that's them? Will it resonate? Oh, that's Kris Jenner. That's Khloe Kardashian. So I was doing it more for myself to see how people would react, how if people would, you know, think that, honestly, just think that it's good. Like, oh, do, do you think that that looks like them? And once that started to pick up to the point where people were like, hey, I saw that drawing you made of Khloe Kardashian. I want one, too, but of me and my sister or you know, me and my husband. And that's where it all kind of took off in a sense of I wasn't drawing celebrities for celebrities. I was drawing it for myself. And now to the point where I'm drawing celebrities for celebrities. (laughs) But you kind of have to, and I wasn't like ashamed of that by any means. Because when I first started work, you know, doing this, people were like, so you drew that for that person? And I'm like, no, no. Like I drew it for my own, you know, just to kind of like work on my own uh, craft, to you, see, you, know, you know, to work on my skills. You know, we, we have a nationally syndicated host with Sailor Broadcasting named Dennis Prager, and uh, he's on our. I don't even. I don't. I don't even know how many stations we have. One hundred and fifty, whatever. And and he says, if I can keep my shows, and I've used this as my mantra. He says, if I can keep my shows interesting for me. They should be interesting for somebody else. And I I think that that's important. Now, have you ever, and we will not end on this note, but have you ever had anybody just joke, John Q. Public or a celebrity get the initial drawing and say, that doesn't look like me at all? Is that ever happened? Uh, you know, it's funny. People will. I always say we're always our harshest critic. I myself do the same thing. Um, but there are times, I swear, where people are like, you know, maybe that just doesn't. And, you know, I'm never going to give somebody a sketch that I'm like, oh, God, this probably, you know, this doesn't look anything like them. And I exaggerated <laughs> this and I made that, whatever. And I always try to make it as spot on as I can. But I have people sometimes, you know, and I don't, I say this, with every sketch that you order from me, um, you get unlimited edits. So if you're like, hey, I decided, especially when you think of brides and grooms, brides might change their dress or their hair or whatever leading up until that date a million times. And if they're using that sketch for (laughs) cocktail napkins for their wedding, things might change. So I always say, oh, if you need your hair changed or the dress needs to be, you know, the length is different, whatever, that's totally fine. Um, I've had people say, you know, make my 
like waist smaller, make my eyebrows thicker, like, and that's fine. I want this to resonate with you as you as much as you want it to. And I, like I said in the beginning, I don't know you like you know you. I don't see the way, you know, you see you or how you see your partner or whatever. So that's the beauty of the unlimited edit um, option for my work. And yeah, and you know what? If people do say something like, yeah, you know, it doesn't really look as much like me as I anticipated. Okay, let's take another crack at it. Mm -hmm. I am not going to ever give somebody you know, like work that you're like, oh, too bad. You know, it doesn't look like you. Well, you bought it and that's that. Like, I'm yeah. always open to critique, to edit. And I, I actually am more kind of excited when people do that because it means they're really taking a, you know, they're looking at it. The, yeah, they're, yeah they, really they're taking a vested interest in it. Well, folks, I'll tell you what. My personal opinion is, is with me, what you see is what you get. What you hear is what it is. And so, uh, but if you want to have a lot of editorial input, go to handmadehighlights.com and get in touch with Rachel, and she can do a nice portrait for you. So that wraps up this hour. Rachel, thank you so much. This time I really am letting you go. Rachel Pasarchik, handmadehighlights.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.